Hello and welcome to Stranger Things, a Downside Up podcast. I'm DB and with me as always is Aaron Minogue. Hey guys. And Jared Levin. <laughs> okay, there's no way I'm going to oh, open this show it. with the burp, man. <laughs> can you just, can you give a what's up? Oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> we just got finished watching Stranger Things Season 3, Episode 6. Overall, what did you guys think of this episode? Loved it. Great. In some ways, it felt like my least favorite of this season so far. But this one opens. We're back with Dustin, Steve, Erica, and Robin. They've infiltrated the deep underground Russian laboratory, and they have stumbled upon the whatever photon blaster from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and it's opening the door into the upside-down world. Um, what did you guys think of this? Dude, That I liked how the machine looked. It, it looked really like, all right. What about these Russian soldiers who are being essentially overrun by four kids from the mall? And Steve's like running, kicking over these um, like trash can sized barrels. Yes. That we're to assume there is something inside of them. And he's like knocking two at a time. He's like Mario in Donkey Kong. And <laughs> that was a reference 80s. The Russians are falling over. I don't know. I don't I don't think that's a, a Russian treat. I felt like the Russian who got pushed over by the kid dressed like Donald Duck is going to be executed by Vladimir Putin himself when he gets back home. Like, that was ridiculous. Like, I think he did. I wrote it down the first time he did it. It was like in the opening minute. And then he did it like several times again. They are really, I mean, the Russians were upset about how they were portrayed in Chernobyl. They should be much more upset about how they're portrayed here in Stranger Things because they are the Keystone cops. Also with the guy that was cast to play that Russian just sealed his fate because Putin's going to find him regardless of whether or not he's Russian and he's going to have him executed for portraying a Russian and being knocked down like a bitch. Yeah. For any listeners who think that we're being historically inaccurate because we're referring to Vladimir Putin, at this time, he was in the KGB, and I believe he was a high-ranking officer in the KGB. So, yes, he would definitely have been some way overseeing the punishment of these inept. And I am saying that the actor is in danger. Oh, Oh, okay. Do not eat sushi, actor. Currently, that actor is in danger. He's going to get poisoned. That's that. <laughs> if he eats sushi, he's going to get poisoned and like die. <laughs> or it's, uh, I think it, one of them in London, it was tea or something. They yeah, poured it, it into tea. his tea, the radioactive uh, whatever it is. Yeah. Yo, Victor oh. Yashensk on your ass. You heard it here first. <laughs> Aaron calling that. <laughs> He's in danger. We got to get we got to get bets on that because that is something that we should be able to put bets on in Vegas. I just oh, yeah. worry if it comes true, I'm next. No, oh, that's true. <laughs> I'm like Julia Roberts in Pelican Brief. <laughs> <laughs> now, when they Steve and Robin stay to hold the door and Erica and Dustin leave, didn't you guys then start feeling like Okay, Aaron was right. There is going to be a coupling here between Dustin and Erica. 
So, yeah, I, I was trying to remember who called that. After having talked about it so much, it just felt natural. But now looking back, it's like, yeah, I guess there never was any guarantee that this would happen. But it, I just sort of slid right into it. And I was like, oh, OK. And as I was watching this, I was thinking that, yes, Aaron was 100% right because here. Yeah, she was. <laughs> I need to get it. I want to get an audio clip of that. Yeah, I got to I'll cut that Aaron out. Aaron was 100% right <laughs> and just have that on file and just send that out to people. Just make it your ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. And I liked some of the delivery. I could have done with a little less of the head zags. You know, that's where it's yeah. always like she's always at 10. Can we just turn it down, tone it down from time to time. Like here she was toned down and I enjoyed it. I did not like the My Little Pony dialogue though. That was pretty no. awful, but that's the script's fault. That's the script's fault. It's not hers. I have written down before Dustin started calling her a nerd, I wrote down, Eric has got nerve calling anyone a nerd tooling around in that helmet. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great point. That's wow. true. You're just calling all of this I know what these kids are up to. You're our savant. Yes, yeah. I'm a, a savant for Stranger Things. Just call Aaron Rain Woman. Rain there Woman. it is. We're going to Vegas. If Barb comes back, that's it. It's it's definite that I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, then it's cemented. There's there's just I'm no not going to ever handle it. You're the prophet. All the gloating that I'll be doing. Yeah, I'm going to have to cut a lot of that out. <laughs> <laughs> We get Nancy and Jonathan and the kids back in the hospital, and Nancy has the showdown with this monster. Thoughts on this? I have noted here that the monster does not look good when it's running down a hallway. Almost as yeah. bad as Hopper trying to do gymnastics. Is he wearing the proper uniform, or is he still in his Hawaiian shirt while he's doing his gymnastics? He would have to either be in the the leotard, you know, the one with that looks like suspenders. I need him in that. Or he has to be in his uniform. Not his Hawaiian shirt, though. I need him in a leotard. Him in a leotard would be great. <laughs> I want to see him tumbling. Yeah, it, it's the floor routine for sure. Oh, definitely. Because he has to, you know, jump up and put his arms up over his head and kind of do the posing like he's part of a choreographed dance. Yes. And then halfway through, halfway through, he just stops for a second and vomits all over the mat. <laughs> it's part of his show. <laughs> the thing about Hopper, though, with his routine is actually quite impressive. No matter where he vomits during the song, he knows his routine and the song so well that he can jump right back into the routine. He doesn't miss a beat if you don't count the vomiting. He never slips in it, too. He he can effortlessly avoid it when he's coming back across the floor. He carries that powder stuff with him, and he just throws it over the vomit <laughs> like they had in elementary school. Oh, yeah, the the, uh, the sawdust for like at Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> what I love is how only after Hopper's routine, they got the kids with the mops like in the, in the NBA who had to come and scrub the floor after his routine. Not, under, not after anybody else's, just after Hopper's. <laughs> Hopper does his routine to Eric Clapton's Tears in Heaven. <laughs> That's right. It, it has a special meaning to him. Because Hopper, Hopper's a neglectful father as well. <laughs> Before he becomes a diabetic. Well, then he's going to get all the disability. He's going to have that government disability money coming in. He's set. 
Winona should marry him so that she can get a get in on that too. Oh, dude, they'd be a great white trash couple. Oh my god, I love them. They already are. The one thing I was noticing in this episode is I've been giving Nancy and Jonathan a lot of shit for looking terrible. Uh, Winona Ryder, the way that they have dressed her, her clothes are like hanging off of her. They are like way too big and baggy. She looks like a like a, an Appalachian meth head. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. It's sad. It's like, perfect for Hopper. It's perfect. That's his type. I want to find love like that someday. There's still time. Nancy, when she was in that hospital with the, with the thing chasing her down the hall. Yes. I thought it was very Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, Michael Myers. Yeah. Yeah, very Jamie Lee Curtis with her running through the hospital. Although, whatever that monster is, moves a great deal faster than Michael Myers did. Yeah, Michael Myers I would cool. I would have gotten away from him. I mean, he's not even power walking. Who, Michael Myers? Yeah. Yeah. But How are these bitches getting caught? He's just an unstoppable yeah. force. Like he comes slow, but it never stops. He and he's he doesn't need to run. He doesn't yeah. hurry for anybody. He's like uh, Paulie and Goodfellas. He's like, when I get there, the dinner better be on the table. I can't tell you what time it's gonna be, but your ass better be ready for me. And he has a reach advantage. Speaking of this monster, so, well, this monster here does catch Nancy, and there is a shot where... I know exactly where you're going with this. It looks like she's about to get fucked by the monster, and it almost looks like she's into it. She lays down (laughs) willingly for it. As a matter of fact, she put up more of a fight with Steve. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is... Really weird. I liked it, though. I like that they're willing to slip that in because that has to be intentional, right? Yeah, it has. Are you starting to, uh, is Nancy starting to get your affections again? Well, I got to say, there was a close-up of her. There were two close-ups of her in the hospital where she's. it's her reaction shot to the monster approaching. And yeah, she looks pretty good. She does look good. Like, I liked it. I've never disliked nancy i mean we give her a hard time because that's what we do to our friends we give our friends a hard time yeah yes yeah you know and it's and it comes from a place of love but um yeah but i thought nancy was cool and i think it's cool that she would allow herself to look like she's opening up and and ready to fuck this monster it's cool yeah it was it was a weird lay down yeah yeah okay good i'm glad you guys saw this too she looked consensual as fuck, too. I, I totally noticed it. As soon as she started to get into it, I'm like, I know exactly where this is going. It was really strange. Um, when the thing went down into the sewer, this also supports that this is the prequel to the Ninja Turtles. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. When you go into sewers. Now, I had a problem with it going into the sewer. Like, Eleven has just beaten the shit out of this thing. She's winning. She's winning. Then they all come outside, and uh, Eleven just decides, let's not stop the monster from making a getaway into the sewer. Let's just... She's definitely learned a lot from watching Hopper's policing, right? (laughs) Why is she... Why is she just so content to watch? (laughs) She's... She's very selfish. And she needs insulin, too. I think that's the other issue. Eating a lot of, uh... Ice cream and, you know, no vegetables. So, you know, that ruins your stamina. They're going to have a pair of feet between them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the foot the foot disappeared when they went in the sewer. So, you know, <laughs> diabetes. There it is. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by diabetes. <laughs> yeah. 
the Hopper and Murray scene where they cheers with a shot of vodka. I thought to myself, I wish that the three of us could have been in the same room and watched that scene together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was great. It was exactly what we've been talking about. Having these two guys together partying. I love it. It's almost like the show has rewritten itself according to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. We did call it. Yeah, we're going through it much more slowly than everybody else who's binged it, which I actually enjoy because we're getting time to savor it. And then each episode is a is a nice treat. It is a treat. Yeah, it, Jared and I at least binged um, seasons one and two in, in getting ready for this season. And it, it didn't feel as fun. And I, I feel like those seasons weren't as fun. This one is like great. Now, I, I have noted here that the reason that they go into the kitchen is because they'd just been talking about how, or the Russian had been describing how they're opening up the gate again, the doorway into the upside down world. And then Hopper says that he needs a drink, which is why he goes in there. And I'm like, Hopper wasn't even paying any attention to what the Russian was saying. He just has the DTs. <laughs> He's like, was he talking to yeah. us? I was only thinking about how am I going to get another drink? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I love when he gets him the big gulp and he brings him the strawberry instead of the cherry. And he's like, it's the same thing. It's <laughs> sugar. Because Hopper can't fathom that a person would drink something. <laughs> Just for the pleasure of its taste. <laughs> He's like, you know what? I ordered a shot of whiskey at the bar the other night and they brought me tequila. Big fucking deal. Drink it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's, that's his only frame of reference. He's like, you're looking for a sugar rush. Yes. This will do that. Well, and I appreciated him saying that because I was like, wow, I really could be friends with Hopper. He knows his shit. This is absolutely right. You're just drinking. I think that drinking a beer is healthier than drinking a Slurpee. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. That's right. Fuck you, Icy. So much sugar. It is just sugar and ice. And yeah, there really is no difference in, in, in the flavor. If there is, it's very subtle. One thing I want to, while we're on this subject, because this is, a, this is a, a, a peeve of mine, is do you notice that that was the extra large Slurpee? That extra large Slurpee is today's medium. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The other thing is the straw. I noticed, you know, you see how thin that straw is? You remember how those straws used to be? They used to be that thin. Now they yeah. are fatter. They're fatter so that you can consume more so that they can sell you more. And sugar is cheap. That's why they just flood shit with sugar. They know they know that we love the taste of sugar. They put sugar in everything, things that you wouldn't expect. You look at the ingredients. There's corn syrup. That's the same as sugar. It drives me fucking crazy that this is <laughs> this is why we have such an obesity epidemic. Not so much actually out here in California, but when I go back home, man. And not so much us. We're perfect. Yeah. You know, eat ice cream. We're paragons of health and virtue. Oh, fuck yeah, bro. Our next podcast is going to be our health, po <laughs> health podcast. Yeah, dude. Yeah, me me. who last episode was eating Taco Bell. I'm the bastion of health. <laughs> um, you know what I loved about that time when they're all at Murray's place, when he throws the keys and everything, when he's like, he's had enough of the Russians bullshit. Yep. And he throws the keys out and he's like, he's scared, all this. And then he gets in the car and he starts leaving. I love that Hopper was right there. <laughs> yeah. I especially just, oh, if only for what we've been saying about him, 
I was just glad to see him win one. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then you know what? It cuts to the mayor, and he's like, he's a moron. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that guy's a moron. He sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah, because he's a fog down drunk by the light of day. Of course that stands out. In fact, they should start saying he sticks out like a hopper. What kind of idiot steals a yellow car? The Gravitron scene when they're like, the thing starts. So then they're like pinned up against the uh, the pads there on the Gravitron. And their faces are kind of getting like slightly distorted. Uh, Carrie at one point looks like he went to his plastic surgeon and said, give me the Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> and that just speaks to his self-esteem because no one should be asking for the Steve Buscemi. He's like, everybody loves Steve Buscemi. He doesn't take into account that has anything to do for his personality. I have wondered why no one in Hawkins is asking any questions about why the mayor is so wealthy, flaunts his wealth, and now wears sunglasses to hide two black eyes. This doesn't, <laughs> nobody, nobody asks any questions about that. I mean, their town has this for the mayor and Hopper for the chief of police and <laughs> no one is concerned. They're just too busy being, having fun at the mall, apparently. <laughs> the mayor has a cocaine problem. <laughs> I liked when the Russian called Hopper Fat Rambo. Oh, Fat Rambo. Yeah. The nicest thing anybody's ever said about Hopper. <laughs> it is. Like, oh. why, should, why couldn't we have thought of Fat Rambo? I resent that. Yeah, no. He's like Barney from The Simpsons with a... With a fucking handgun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got five fingers. Now, back here at Murray's place, after they hear this story about how they're opening up the door to the upside-down world and it means the end of the world as we know it, only then does Winona go to call her kids. She forgot she had them until then. <laughs> yeah, she did. They both did. Hopper's all over Eleven's nuts every time she turns around, scaring her boyfriend off this, that, and the third. Then he just disappears for a week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No phone call. She could be dead in a gutter somewhere. He don't know. Yeah, the time is really... How long has this been? And... Yeah, we had very overprotective to now, oh, well, I guess if I'm in Illinois hanging out with Murray, I'm t that just means I'm, <laughs> I'm drinking and having a good time with Monona. I'm in a different area code. It doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't count. I got some vodka shots. What's up? <laughs> oh, yeah, and they're just shooting vodka. Sick. With the old drinking buddy. Now, I like how the Russian here describes for them this underground fortress, says it was, quote, designed by the greatest Russian minds, defended by their greatest warriors. Yeah. And of course, we know that it was infiltrated by four fucking kids, two of whom were wearing a sailor Halloween costume. One has no teeth and no shoulders, and the other has two flashlights duct taped to the side of a bicycle helmet. <laughs> this is why Russia, again, if you're listening... Which we know you are. We, we, we know you are. You're listening and we haven't even released this podcast yet. But we know you're there. You should be more upset about this than Chernobyl. And I know you're listening because Bancast has been no friend to Vladimir Putin. I don't feel like I can ever travel to Russia. I feel like something bad would happen to me. Oh, man, dude. Which is fine. I don't know why I'd want to go to Russia anyway. Yeah, man. Yo, dude. Chechnyans, they fight bears and shit. 
<laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know if you know this, but the leader of Chechnya, he has his kids, like, do MMA fights, and his kids just beat the shit out of other kids. Yeah, it's scary over there, man. It is a scary place. Dude, they're good at fighting, but dude, man, give them some guns. Holy fuck, dude. Yeah. After uh, the fall of Berlin, World War II, uh, Stalin gave the Russians, I think, two days, 48 hours to just do whatever they wanted. Yeah. And they just went around uh, raping and pillaging uh, in Berlin. Well, dude, nice. they, you know what they did in World War II? They had four soldiers and one gun. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. So that when the first one, the front one falls, you pick up the gun and keep going. Yeah. That's who you're dealing with. And there's no way these kids would run around and Dude, the Russians love kickboxing. They would fucking give them, like, Muay Thai knees and shit. <laughs> uh, by the way, there's always these shots, and I'm always wondering, what happened to Robin's knee? She has, like, this cut, this scrape on her knee. Did that happen from when they were watching the Russians unloading at the mall when they were watching with binoculars? Has anybody else noticed this? I haven't, but I did notice that... Like Hopper goes, I know he doesn't, you know, personal hygiene is not his thing, but he's just got like this bloody mess on the side of his face. Oh, yeah. And he went to Burger King like that, you know, like <laughs> you couldn't, you had time to wash your face. Hopper, he went to Burger King. He ostensibly even got out of the car and walked into the restaurant with a gaping flesh wound on the side of his face <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> what a fucking maniac probably got the food for free <laughs> and then as soon as they leave he leaves they call the police and then the police just say oh is he a big fat dude wearing a hawaiian t-shirt yeah that's hopper don't worry he's the chief of police <laughs> oh my God. he's the chief of police over in indiana <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, we didn't get enough of him, I feel like, uh, this episode. Yeah, he's ours. Just like with Nancy and everybody else, even Erica. We love these characters. We, and we're only making fun of the fucking characters, too, people. Relax. But we don't love Barb. Barb's different. Barb's the exception. We don't like her. We don't like the actress. But nobody's given us any heat for giving Barb shit. <laughs> nobody else likes <laughs> yeah, her Yeah, nobody likes her. Yeah, yeah, people. I mean, people do take their characters and shows way too seriously, and they don't like it if you criticize them. And you all have to relax. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I'll, I'll tell you the tweet. I have it. Is this from an ardent uh, Erica defender? <laughs> uh, yes, it was in reply to a tweet that I posted with the link to the show saying that we still don't like Erica, but maybe that will change. No promises. It probably won't or something like that. And uh, their reply was, wow, I already hate this podcast. We'll never listen. Thumbs down emoji. <laughs> 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 and of course, I liked it. So gave him gave him affirmation. You should pin it. <laughs> Again, people just taking taking it a little too seriously. We're not we're not criticizing the actress or anything. Even when it comes to Nancy, we love her. Um, speaking of which, Eric is a capitalist pig. <laughs> now Eleven is going into her trance state when they first show her and they they do the close-up of course in the bloody nose and as i'm writing down why doesn't someone give 11 a goddamn tissue ahead of time like this is season three like we can't anticipate this and then they cut and she's got a pile of tissues okay so they she did pull them from her bra 
Oh, <laughs> is she? Yeah, like that's uh, the eleven stuffs. Yeah, that's junior high age. That's it. That's junior high. Was that like just about every girl in in junior high would do that? Is that a? I remember that being a thing. No, no. I, by the time I got into, uh, yeah, I guess junior high would be the stuffing age, wouldn't it? Yeah. Is that what they called it at your school too? I think yeah, stuffing. Yeah, stuffing. Yeah. I know they started making these bras that um Oh the padded ones. From Victoria's Secret. Yeah, they were well, they were like water bras. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it felt like there was like pudding inside of them. Oh. So it, it like if you brushed by it, it would have felt like a tit. Yeah, I don't know if they should be making these for junior high school kids. And then you got Well, they weren't making them for junior high school kids. Oh, okay. They're making them for a tit size. Okay. Oh, I see. Yeah. A little padding. Some girls have junior high s- size titties, even when they're not in junior high anymore. Yeah. But I just remember it being a thing. Like, kids would always say, like, oh, you're stuffing. I don't know. You flat-chested bitch, you're stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Dude, kids are so mean in junior yeah, high. Yeah, my dad would say a lot of things uh, to my friends. There was a kid on my bus that um I sat across from him and we were like foe we later were friends but it was like you know because you're you're fighting to get your seat in the back of the bus right I remember one time we were like you know you do your little everybody's going around breaking each other's balls nobody's safe and uh he like touched the back of the bus seat you know it's just like a flat drop and was like oh this is Aaron (laughs) (laughs) calling me flat and what did he get in return? Kicked in the nuts. Got to give him Jersey kick. <laughs> I didn't kick him in his nuts. I kicked one person in the nuts in fourth grade and watching the reaction yeah. of the way he went down. And I was like, get up. Come on. You're okay. You're okay. I was like the older sibling. I'm like, come on. You'll be okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm not going to kick anybody else in the nuts anymore. Um. Nancy came out of the hospital, this brush with death, and from what I can tell, immediately gave herself a party perm. Oh my God. Because now, when we're in the basement back with the kids, she's got a new cool outfit, but her hair looks like like, like she really was turned on by the monster because she, she wants to <laughs> get done up for the next time it comes around. I saw, I have that written down too. When she and also side note, that's the best outfit I've seen her in so far. Okay, it's good. very eighties, that red and black like triangle print. I thought that was really cute. Liked it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she like went home and gave herself a makeover. <laughs> She's she got a new lease on life. It looks good. It looks good. Yeah, She's but getting it herself all gussied up for the next encounter. Yeah, maybe she was like, Jonathan, I think we should see other people. <laughs> Or things. I just think that we should not be tied down to just each other. Yeah. It's not you. I want to explore who I am as a woman. That's cool. She's very progressive that way. She's very independent. That that was the talk between her and her mom, because her mom was Billy. Dude, just put Bon Jovi music over it while they they hold hands. Uh, Speaking of music... Billy, in his room, has a poster for Metallica's Kill 'Em All, which I liked. That's cool. That's good. Yeah. Good for his character. That's good weightlifting music while you smoke cigs. That is. Yeah. What did you guys think of this scene where Eleven is kind of in this dreamscape where she's witnessing Billy's background and, and the trauma that has sort of made him who he is? Looked like she was walking on a beach in San Francisco. Dude, he trunked it in California. 
Well, you chunked it today. So you mean like Northern California? Yeah, it's true. You don't trunk it in Northern California. No, you don't. So do you? Yeah, I was trying to figure out like where this beach would be. Do you think it would be in Northern California or Southern California? It did have kind of a Northern California look to it. It Did, but you know what? It could have been San Diego. I just meant when it started to get all dark and ominous looking. Oh. Yeah, yeah, the true. fog rolling in, that's going to be... I was like, there's my beach. Yeah, <laughs> dreary. Yeah, can't see two feet in front of you. And a mom who's perfectly content to go let her, what, I don't know, eight-year-old boy just go surf alone. Like, she's like, watch out for rip currents. You're letting him surf yeah. alone out there. I mean, there, if you do, if he does get caught in a rip current, well, he's on a board, that'll help. Because you're not really at risk too much for of a rip current when you're on a board. But... Any number of things can happen, and I didn't even see a leash. Dude, on I just saved board. a girl from another rip current again. She lost her board out. I just swim after her. She lost the board, so she didn't have. Yeah, a leash. well, the leash, the the set came in, and then the leash came out. I had to go paddle for her. Jared saved a life today. That's yeah. awesome, Jared. Good for you. You get to do a bunch of bad stuff now. <laughs> I know, man. So good. It's so worth it. Oh, definitely. But you know what, dude? His dad's definitely maybe San Diego. Could be Blacks. Oh yeah, yeah. The, those high cliffs. Yeah. Explains why his dad's like so aggro because his dad was probably a Marine, and, he, and he's like, oh, "Yo, man, yes. Charlie got me," and then he just wants oh. to punch. Hundred <laughs> percent. That makes sense. Charlie got me. Now I'm gonna beat up my son. Camp Pendleton. <laughs> I'm gonna go fuck this motherfucker up right now because I'm unhappy with myself. And he's pulling in better tail than I am. I don't, I don't yeah. approve of that. Well, a couple things, too. The mother, Billy's mom, yeah, she's fine with letting him go out and surf by himself. She's also fine with fucking taking off and leaving his ass. <laughs> and the dad, just like I had um, predicted, that Max's mom was going to start getting her ass beat soon. Now I know I'm right when I saw him whooping up on Billy's mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And he's going to probably hit Max, too. Do we know what happened to Billy's mom? Did she leave or did she... Do, is that left ambiguous? Is it possible she was killed or something? Well, no, because he's like on the phone and he's like, why? No. Oh, oh, I missed that. Okay. Mm, yeah. So I've always heard Dr. Drew say that, you know, a mom who will abandon the kids, it's invariably has to be either drugs or serious mental illness. So they're showing her as this very idyllic view of her. It's, she's very angelic and it seems like great. And she would just, oh, okay, well, I, I guess I have it rough with the husband. So I'm just going to abandon my kid. That doesn't track at all. We got to get Dr. Pinsky on the line. Yeah. I think my mom was looking for new dick. I don't know. But but to abandon her kid, <laughs> and, and not only to abandon her kid, but to abandon it to the abusive. Um, the reason you're leaving. Yeah. You're like, I can't do this anymore, but here, you're fine. Yeah. You can handle it. That doesn't make like a whole lot of sense. Unless we're to understand that this is Billy's vision of his mother meanwhile in reality she was perhaps very drugged up and off the rails well this is southern california probably so she probably got into a cold or something yeah that could be it too but she seems like so pure and perfect in this yeah. in, in this portrayal here that's billy's perspective right yeah so you guys maybe that's it huh or maybe she's just a shitty ass mom <laughs> Well, yeah. 
selfish bitch. Maybe that's what we're supposed to understand. Maybe she was like, watch out for rip currents. In other words, find a rip current and life. get swept out to sea because I need to go live my life. <laughs> yeah, this is not what I wanted. This I is not how I envisioned my life. <laughs> yeah, I didn't envision it standing on the beach watching <laughs> you surf. You never asked if I wanted to get aboard and paddle out. You know, I always wanted to learn how to surf. And I had signed up to take lessons with this guy, Jared, that I met because he was teaching my jazzercise class. And then I found out I was pregnant with you. So I never got to get my lessons in and learn how to surf. But yeah, go out there and have fun. Watch out for the rip current, you little fuck. Well, that makes sense now. And I'm not getting you a wetsuit, no. And I'm sure as shit not getting you a leash. So yeah, it would be poetic justice if you either get swept away or eaten by a shark. You're either going to get swept away, eaten by a shark, or be a damn good surfer. <laughs> yeah. That's how you shred. <laughs> that's how you... That's like, I think that's kind of like what happened with uh, Laird Hamilton and Kelly Slater, actually. They both came yeah, from really, much. really uh, broken homes and found their escape in surfing. It's a shame that Billy had to come to Hawkins. I know, man. Dude, that's why he's so angry. I understand. I know, of from. course. Now he's landlocked. Yeah. Dude, being landlocked. He's not even near the Great Lakes, and you got to wear a six mil. You don't want to go surfing in the Great Lake. There's there's hardly anything there, and the water is disgusting in Chicago anyway. Man, just thinking about being landlocked has got me feeling claustrophobic. Now, Billy is possessed by the whatever monster. Oh, the Mind Flare. Uh, I My think flare, that's what we're supposed to be referring to. Which I kept calling the Shadow Monster. Sorry. Thumbs down emoji. I don't understand what the difference between the Mind Flare and the Shadow Monster is. I, I just forgot. Uh, and it's fortunate that neither of us care either. So whatever, <laughs> if that bothers you, listeners. Uh, just like are mispronouncing the names of Game of Thrones characters. Tweet us what it, what it is. What's this motherfucker called? What you call it? <laughs> <laughs> What's this little winged dude called? <laughs> you know that thing that thing is uh da, 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 yeah 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 <laughs> so why does it have to explain then exactly what it's going to do to 11 so that 11 understands and then can try to stop it yeah every bond villain does the same thing but if you just if you just were to rely on the element of surprise maybe you'd win but now 11 knows exactly what you're going to do and will probably, I'm going to guess, find a way to stop it. I liked Eleven's outfit again in this episode. I had that noted too. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, I feel like her fashion is continually on the upswing. Yeah, you got to thank Maxie for that one. That outfit that she's wearing, I had something similar to that that reminds me of going to the skating rink. That's wild because I feel like the shirt that Will uh, was wearing for the last several episodes, uh, I think think i had to look back through the photo albums which i actually have here i think i had that exact same shirt for one of my like second grade uh school photos or something oh my god please make it so i feel like it's the one where i'm missing my two front teeth like dustin that'd be kind of <laughs> wild oh yes find that picture that needs to get posted oh that'd be great so I don't think that we talked enough about Dustin, Steve, and Robin. I think there was maybe some Oh, dude, more. the interrogation scene. Oh, God, the truth serum. Oh, the truth serum, yeah. Oh, so good. I have uh, I have noted here that I don't... I think the Russians know Steve is just a cashier, but they're beating him up because of his uniform. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. 
The Cracker Jack guy. <laughs> and it, yeah. because he's attractive and he's got that beautiful hair. And they just know that life has been and is going to continue to be very easy for him. And they're like, you know what? We're going to do this. This is a good service for him. We're going to whoop his ass. Well, I don't think life is going to be easy for him now. He's going to have lifelong headaches and see be able to see only out of one eye. They beat the shit out of him and it's played for laughs. But that kid is messed up. I mean, this is Yo, like how much the CTE third time. does he have, dude? Yeah, this is like the third time we've seen him get beaten the fuck up. It, this is this, is, this shit has consequences. He's gonna see stars. He's gonna be like an NFL player. Yeah, yeah. He's, there's gonna be a video of him in an elevator down the line. Oh, in Atlantic. Don't go to Atlantic City. <laughs> I love the way they're just laughing and talking shit to the Russians. That to me was like, oh, Steve, see, this is why I love you. Yeah. It is refreshing every time they go to anything with like uh, Steve and Dustin. And they were separated there for a while. But I love when Dustin breaks in to save Steve and Robin. And Steve says, that's crazy. I was just talking about you. (laughs) Yeah. Just giving your name to the Russians. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Just selling you down the river, bud. Perfect delivery and just a funny line. It was great. It was played perfectly. Some things that we don't like about the show, and the show does things really well. It's it's great. Love it. Yeah, I love their chemistry. Yep. By the way, SS Butterscotch is a really good flavor. They have a Baskin Robbins. I, where does this keep coming from? Like, I don't. You keep bringing up the butterscotch. I honestly don't know where it, where it's coming from, though. Dude, it's an ice cream flavor. It is ice cream shop, and then Baskin Robbins has that flavor. Do they make a point of the SS Butterscotch in the show a lot? Dude, yeah, they made it. Uh, they made it process when they were interrogating. They're like, "Who do you work for?" He's like, dude, let me go. I'll give you free ice cream. SS Butterscotch is really good. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> it is the, really the fucking good. And the guy laughs. He goes, SS Butterscotch. I like this guy. <laughs> and then they're laughing, laughing, laughing. And then he says, who do you work for? I missed. I, I guess I was writing down notes. Okay, so the SS Butterscotch. And Jared, you say that there is a flavor now at Baskin Robbins of this? Yeah, and there's the upside down flavor. I don't know, dude. When I'm going to the upside down universe, I don't think about ice cream. I don't think about chocolates and pralunes, you know? Pralines. What the fuck are pralines again? I don't fucking know, dude. It's like. Pralines are. It's like a toffee or like a. Ugh. Yeah. Oh. Like a hard caramel or something. Oh, man. It's sugar and it's fucking gross. Yeah, these are awful. You got butterscotch and then pralines in the other one. Like, what is Baskin Robbins? Is Baskin Robbins trying to go the way of Radio Shack? This is not a good idea. These are terrible fucking flavors. I know that Dude, Jared... But SS Gert- Butterscotch is good, though. Oh, please. Aaron, back me up on this one. SS Butterscotch cannot be good. It's... I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't... That would never be something that I would order. Dude, I sampled it. It was, and I'm like, I want another scoop, and I got it. Wait a minute, you sampled it? You're pulling an Erica? You were yeah. giving Erica shit, dude. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to feel it out. I'm trying to feel out what I'm gonna eat with my taste buds. Oh, did you buy one eventually? Oh, I did, of course. I'm not a capitalist pig like Erica. <laughs> well, I, some would say that you purchasing an item does make you more of a capitalist pig than Erica, who is actually trying to get it for free. Dude, I'm not a freeloader, though. I'm like, I want something. I'm supporting the business. But yeah, but that make, that's capitalism. I'm going to buy something in here, so I'm trying everything, okay? Well, dude, I was on the fence between watermelon ice cream. They had a uh, cake frosting ice cream. 
Ew. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, I had to, I had to try. I was like, uh, SS Butterscotch. Okay. Oh, actually, no, I had, I, I no, I, I lied. I had cake frosting on top of SS Butterscotch. What am I kidding? You got both scoops of those? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> on top of each oh. other. Oh. That's gross. We cannot go to Baskin Robbins together. I just went to Baskin Robbins the other day myself. Aaron, what did you get at Baskin Robbins? I got um, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Sunday. All right. Now we're talking. And I I did the bottom layer with mint chocolate chip. Mm. And then the top layer with this like peanut butter cup ice cream that's recommended to go in the Sunday. But Ooh. I also really love mint chocolate chip. So mint chocolate chip is a good one. And I love mint chocolate chip mixed with peanut butter. It's a oh. recipe I've been doing since back <laughs> in the day. Mint oh. ice cream. Because if only my toothpaste could come in an ice cream flavor. Mm, delicious. I, I disagree with your choice there. I was with you with the Reese's peanut butter cup, but now you're mixing peanut butter and mint. Oh, no, no. It's delightful. Well, dude, you have one at a time, then you go after the next level. You both have failed. How can you walk into Baskin Robbins and fail so miserably, both of you? What would you get? A vanilla with some hot fudge? That doesn't sound bad. Yeah, I like the <laughs> I like the those flavors. the The only sort of weird one that I'll go is chocolate chip cookie dough. I'll go I'll do a cookie dough, but vanilla, just a vanilla and a chocolate, but a good bean vanilla. There you go. That's all you need. That's good too. But yo, you got exhaust. You're going Baskin Robbins, man. I want I want it crazy. Nah, because then it's just becoming like weird chemical flavors. Like they're they're just like artificial. Whereas like uh, I mean, not that uh, vanilla can't be artificial too, but like it's it's becoming. Uh, it, it's like too many people are invited to the party. What you don't want bubblegum flavor? Oh god, no. no. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> it sounds awful. Like that's another flavor at the dentist. Yeah. Well, my niece. Oh, hey, watch does... the language. <laughs> <laughs> what my niece does, which I think is gross, is she'll get like gummy bears or gummy worms in her ice cream. Oh yeah, that's no good, dude. First I love of gummy all, bears how how are you supposed to chew a gummy bear? Thank you. That's been frozen yes. in fucking ice cream. Yes, it's like a rock. It's like fruitcake. <laughs> it's horrible. Even when you just put them on, like as a topping, they get super cold and then super hard. And you're just sitting there like, you know, ice cream is supposed to be nice and smooth and creamy. But yet you're having to gnaw through a piece of leather. You're breaking your teeth. Yeah. All right, whatever. Look, have the gummy bears on top. Sure. <laughs> then go for the ice cream. Oh, no. Jared, you do this? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm disgusted with both of you right now. I'm also not even a gummy bear person. Even if they were like, oh, here, they've been sitting in someone's warm palm for the last hour. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know why you're t getting your gummy bears from the guy outside of CVS, but maybe you should try buying them in a package. They're not that expensive. He told me they don't come in the bag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well,. <laughs> That's on yeah, you, right? Just like, just like the <laughs> coffee creamer, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, any other notes about this episode before we go? Oh, how about we didn't talk about Mike saying that he loves Elle? Oh, yeah. 
That's because Mike sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Mike does. Mike's going through <laughs> puberty right now and it ain't pretty. Yeah. The scene after Mike professes his love, the, the next scene is with the, I have in quotes, adults. They're all at Murray's house. When it shifts over to them all sitting around the table, they're all doing, they're all puffing cigarettes and they're sitting around the table. And it looks like we've just come in to watch them. They're all sitting around doing cocaine, writing screenplays <laughs> together. It is the 80s. <laughs> they got that look. They're all around the coffee table. They look crazed. Yeah. yeah well, they they're are just crazed. chain smoking. Well, it's bad now. Now that Mary's involved too, Winona's definitely uh, she's too far gone now. Yeah. She was doing so well for herself too. Yeah. You know, she had snagged up Bob. Bob was way out of her league, but physically she was out of his. So yes. he was content to be a part of that. But yeah, but he's gone. So. No, but not forgotten. Not forgotten. Yeah. We love Bob. We really do. Well, that'll do it for our thoughts on Stranger Things, Season 3, Episode 6. We will be back next week with Episode 7. We got two more to go. Aaron, if people want to find out more about you, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at Aaron Minogue or on Facebook at Aaron Marie Minogue. And Jared, where can people find out more about you? My uh, Instagram, Deraj Nivelle. You can catch me at Scoops Ahoy, too. I'm going to oh, start yeah. the stalking process of my relationship with Steve. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> he's not going to be interested as soon as you order that mint chocolate chip ice cream. He's got standards, too. I'm going to play it cool. I'm going to ask him what he thinks I should get. Ah, okay. All right. Well, that's a, I got to move. That's a plan. Watch out. Robin's going to try to cock block you. Robin's ass will get dropped. Yeah. Oh, if you want to find out more about this show and other shows, you can visit Bandcast.com. You can tweet us at Bandcast. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, you can email those to Bandcast at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening.